The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. And suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the intrepid trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? Who are you again? Exactly. <laughs> the person who's frustratingly dealing with new gear. I love my new gear. Don't get me wrong. It's like a new toy, but I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> well, you just got to get it seated in. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, you you sent your comfy chair off to the thrift store and because now you've got a new comfy chair and and you've got to get that new comfy chair broke in. Well, hopefully you're noticing a bit of a difference tone wise with the microphone. I mean, I hear it. Like you. I'm not talking this not type talking of difference. Uh, yeah. like you got a little work to do. Yeah, the, I mean, it's a new mic from CAD Audio. It is their Podmaster mic. It looks spectacularly awesome. I cannot wait to. Yeah, mine came in. I just have not had a chance to to get it set up yet. Mine hasn't come yet. I don't think. No, it hasn't. Well, you'd know it if it if it had. Oh yeah, we'll be hearing Kylan squeal from Ohio as soon as it arrives. <laughs> I uh, look forward to breaking it in. That's for sure. It, oh yeah, it definitely, uh, definitely. I mean, I haven't heard myself back in it yet. Because one, I do not put monitoring on my mic when we record because I hate hearing my voice. But when right. this is done, I'm going to play it back because I'm curious to see how it is. Well, you're uh, sounding good. You're sounding good. And don't yeah. get me wrong, I love our the old mic I have been using, which is the uh, CAD D90, which I also recommend. But this now, and I have the D39s, this may now become my interview mic <laughs> for conventions. So that is going in the mobile kit. Just, just saying. Nice. For when, 
out in the field. When you mm-hmm. out in the field. Yep. It's right there next to the sea rations. I got to figure out how to put that on. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, check out the homepage, which has been updated with all the latest episodes because I was behind See, I can't six. Disco. I was behind six episodes. Just whoop, whoop. I tried. My my whoop whoop is, is my game is kind of low. <laughs> I mean, the close I can get to it. That was good. See, on this end, it sounds like a dying flamingo or something. <laughs> The only thing missing was roller skates, dude. There you go. There you go. Hey, nice little female effect there helps. <laughs> um, People around are going, are, are there birds in danger? No, it's just Eric trying to be hip again. <laughs> so check out the homepage. Uh, that's where you will find uh, our partners and affiliates like CAD Audio, like Tascam, uh, with CAD, you two. If you want to get into podcasting yourself, highly recommend either the Podmaster mic that we are using now or the D90, one or the other, and get yourself a good audio interface to use with it. If you have to go USB, uh, let me see what I believe they still offer. We've been using the XLRs for so long, I couldn't tell you. Let me go right there. A little tech side of things only because, well, they have a Podmaster USB. They got two different options, 1300 and 1100 Podmaster USB, which is the USB version of what I am currently using now and that we will be, the rest of these guys will be going to here shortly. Uh, If not, also look into the CAD U37 microphone, which is what we kind of started off on back when, back when we got our CAD sponsorship. In fact, I still have mine. I still have mine as well. So check those out. Um, awesome mics. They they really are, and I I think it's cool with this Podmaster. <laughs> I'm still able to use my old my old windscreen on it. Well, there you go. It comes with a really nice foam windscreen. Uh, but I I have like a pop filter style wraparound windscreen that is awesome, and it works okay. perfectly on it. Got it got it working on nicer. Uh, but also too check out Bitty Boomers. Great. Friends of ours, uh, use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for 15% off. You can check out our T Public store. Go check out Superhero Stuff um, with their Hero Crate. Great stuff there. And you, know, you can also check out our a link to Friends of the Show, uh, Sorcerer Radio. And, okay, I got to get this fixed. There's a glitch on the site there. But that'll be fixed. Uh, Loot Crate's on the site. You know, I really haven't really had anyone use Loot Crate. This is Loot Crate link for subscription. So that's going away. I've had I've been having issues with Loot Crate with their affiliate program. That's going away. But superhero stuff, check out their hero boxes. Uh, some great boxes there. And um, also, too, check out our, our web store. Uh, not only Public, but... Uh, our friends over at Jersicity have our t-shirts, hats, which you guys order your hats yet? Oh. I sent y'all the Yes, you sent the link. I sent the link. I just now remembered that. So Same here. I'll send them my oh. I will say we went, we went to studios for Mother's Day, and I had two biggest questions I had was, one, where could people get? my Wookiee Radio hat, because I have Wookiee Radio, same style hat, like our Mighty Marvel Geeks hat. Two, where can they get my backpack? 
because I was wearing my Star Wars indoor commando backpack from Heroes Vill- Villains, mm-hmm. which, of course, go check them out because they've got some great um, Marvel stuff out at the moment. So uh, we're not on an affiliate program with them, but I'll still give them a plug because they, they make great stuff, the high-end geek geek stuff. So oh, yeah. uh, before we hit the news, I, I want to bring this up because this... I I got cool. I got caught in this rabbit hole. Uh oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh oh. Uh oh is correct. So on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Facebook page, people they've been fan casting like crazy. Well, that's what they do because they right. don't have very many other things to do at the moment. Well, they're fan casting Fantastic Four. Ah, uh, jeez. Again. Yeah. <laughs> So the latest. They only do that on days ending in Y, dude. I know. I know. And that leaves me asking why, dude. Well, this one, this one, this one, um, to quote a a very good friend. It's a trap. Yeah, it it was a trap. Uh, The post is, and here I would like to deliver my fan cast for the Fantastic Four. I'm not going to mention this person's name. Andrew Lincoln as Reed Richards. What? I can see the look, but I think he's too small. Too small. He he's tiny. Yeah, Catherine uh, Catherine Rinnick as Sue Storm. Trying to remember her. Catherine Rinnick. Catherine Rinnick. Uh, I've seen her and stuff, and I I, I uh. Oh wait 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 wait. Pictures right here. Eh. Okay. Oh yeah, she's Lagertha from um uh. Vikings. Uh, mm. She reminds me of Emily Van Camp a little bit. I think it's around the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan O'Brien as Johnny Storm. Who do I know him from? Where I know him from? I have no clue. Uh, Let's see. Um... Love and Monsters, Weird City, Flashback. Okay, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry. I just call no fan casting anybody who was on an MTV series. Thank you. Oh, he was in Teen Wolf. Yes. But he played Thomas in Maze Runner. Don't care. Mm-mm. So Teen Wolf rolls him out. All right. right. Pretty much. All right. Michael J. White as Ben Grimm. You know, see, the thing is, I'm a huge Michael J. White fan. I'm a huge fan. I love, I, I pretty much would mm. love, I would love to see him in the MCU. I don't know if I would want to see him as Ben Grimm. Um, I thought he was good in Spawn. Mm-hmm. He was probably, he was probably about the only bright spot in that movie, except for Nicole Williamson. I'm just going to say uh, with Michael J. White, I, I'm going to go with the Top Gun rejection. Negative Ghost Rider, Patterns Full. He played Bronze Tiger in Arrow for, yeah. at, least, for at least 10 episodes. No. I would like to see him. In, I'm with Kylan. I would like to see him in the MCU. I don't really want to see him as Ben Grimm. No. And that's no. mainly because it, for me, it's like Terry Crews or nobody. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you Unless, no, go ahead. Okay. I, I'm, I will say this, though. If you can't get Terry Crews, get me Michael Dorn. 
Yes. It's grand. Yes. yes. Why not? Yes. Have you I mean, have you seen how dude? Once yeah. the accident happens, he's CGI anyway. That's true. Yeah, he's got the voice for it. I mean, you can you can splash a little grease and formula in the gray, dude. Trust me, I know. Yeah, y'all saw y'all saw video of me when I when I had the uh, the unfortunate brunette experiment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look like Billy Mays off the OxyClean commercials. Ah. Then, then they have for Doctor Doom Giancarlo Esposito. You know what he he thing is he does sinister well. Yeah, but right now he has his hands full with Mandalorian. Right? No, no, I don't want Doctor Doom as I don't want him as Doctor Doom. Yes, he is awesome. He does do sinister well. Yes, um, but. You can't see him and Andrew Lincoln as contemporaries because that's uh, the thing. Doom and Reed are contemporaries. See, you know that that rivalry runs deep. Esposito would be a much better lizard. Oh, I can see that. Yes, yes. Here's something I did not know about him. Well, first of all, he's short. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's Esposito, only like five eight. Yeah, Esposito yeah. is only five eight. He was born in Denmark. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So here, here's where the here's where the rabbit hole happened. Oh, jeez! And I I will call out this guy. Uh oh, Matt Stevens, and he he is a, he is a valued responder on the MCU page. Cool. Um, he goes honestly, I'd be fine with all of these except Doom. That's ridiculous. Also, none of you consider age. They have to be young so they can play the role for years. Oh God, no. No, no. My reply. No. Let me let me go through this chain. My reply. Who says they have to be young? Hits. It's a trap. <laughs> he replies back. Common sense, along with Feige and the Russos. Okay, common sense does not fit in your sentence, dude. No, because he doesn't know that. Well, all right. I said. Uh, okay. I replied. I see where he's coming mm. from. I see where he's coming from because the younger. You know, your cast is the more movies you can do with them, and they still look relatively the same. Right. Right. But dude, these Richards was never supposed to be young. Doom no. was never supposed to be young. I said the fans, the Fantastic Four or the FF is not a younger group. Late twenties, early thirties, at the youngest. At the youngest. At the youngest. And I'm I'm more early thirties to mid thirties, truthfully. Right, right. So his reply yeah, back: I, That's young, bro. L M A L M A O. Like, all right. So with that, I went with the whole. Stop mocking me. <laughs> okay. And then he goes. Three of the four people on this list are over forty, and I replied back, and that is more realistic. Yes. His reply. Okay, dude, dude, I'm just gonna just <laughs> just gonna stop you right here, and just remind you of the cardinal rule of the internet: never argue with an idiot. They drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. It's a <laughs> and you also never wrestle with a pig. You both get muddy, but the pig enjoys it. There's one set for stun. Um. So anyway. 
His final reply to me was, what you're not understanding is they want them to be around 10, 15 years. That guy he wants to play Doom won't be able to do what is needed from him in that time. You're not in charge, bro, and that's what they want, so I don't know what you want me to tell you. Laugh out loud. So, all of a sudden, this guy thinks he's working for Marvel or for the MCU. Well, dude, and you know what? You just gave him free publicity. And I'm okay with that. See. Yeah. If if I'm going to go down that rabbit hole, I have no problems bringing along the person who took me into that rabbit hole. Well, dude, I'm just going to just be straight up honest with you. Some of these Facebook groups are like people of Walmart.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of like, I will scroll through. I will laugh. I will judge. And I will move on. Mm-hmm. But I will say, if I remember right, looking through his threads or looking through this thread, I did not see him fancast the Fantastic Four at all. Well, why should he? It's far easier to criticize other people's choices than to make your own. Right. So here's my challenge. Uh oh. No, no, no. See where Matt, this is going. Matt? No. Step away from the microphone, Mike. <laughs> Step away from the microphone, put it down, drop the chalupa. But dad, dude, don't make me come over there. It's not, I, I know, I know what you're thinking. I, I know what you're thinking. I, I get the appeal of it, but no, cause you know why? Cause he's gonna go down into into the basement across the street, and he's gonna talk about how he's an internet superstar now. You have given this guy more publicity than he deserves. This is why. Let it stop there. That's no. why I uh, issue the challenge. No, no, the challenge. No, Matt, get on. No, la 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 la. Matt, get on. Get on the MC. No. Get on that no. MCU page no. and d- no. give us your fan casting. No. Oh my gosh, he's not. The thing is, he's not going to do it. Oh my gosh, I know he he's won't just... do it. He, he he's quick to judge others. Let people let others judge him, and let's Mike. see if he's got Mike. that perfect fan casting. Mike, 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 hey. brother, brother, <laughs> my brother, another mother. This is going to be a. Fun show notes to write. <laughs> oh, you you will only find pain in this. Uh, no, I think this one I would find. You joy. have stoked somebody's ego. Hey, the trolls have won, Mike. They're 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 ga- they're they're the they're, trolls have won. Yeah, they're 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 gassing up that eighty three. Uh, I'm I'm imagining it's a nineteen eighty three uh, cutlass. Cutlass. There you go. 1983 Cutlass. And they're going to Taco Bell to 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 get like the five dollar uh, box to celebrate. That that's what they're going to do right now. And they're all going to be toasting their chalupas. And you know, which I mean, if that's what you want to do, the role of Jar Jar, Mike. Can, can they can they afford chalupas? You have given the Chancellor supreme executive power. God. But, but you know, because of Jar Jar, 
we have episodes four, four through nine. How'd you say it? I can't believe I just said that. I feel so dirty right now. I can't believe I just said that. Oh Oh god. Oh my. Well, I can't believe I just think of it. I, I, I just justified Jar Jar. I can't believe I just did that. I, I, I mean, next I, thing, next thing we know, you'll be telling us, you know, that that drunken master Sith Lord theory, it doesn't sound too far fetched now. <laughs> Dude, you know what? If you watch enough kung fu movies, you're like, I, I could totally see that. <laughs> oh, God. Jar Jar Binks. Drunken style Jedi Master. Supposedly, he. What? God. Yeah. I better stop while I'm ahead or behind. He's gonna, he's gonna show up on the Geek Watch. Uh, I can't believe I just said that. He's gonna show up on the Mighty Marvel Geeks page with, with, with his crew, his entourage. I'm thinking he's got an entourage at this point now. So you know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Noob Master 69. <laughs> That's what we got here. Are you sure it's not still Magnolia's fan? <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, you uh, love you, right? Oh, yeah. See... <laughs> Honestly, I th- I think I think Massa closet Twilight fan. Oh, oh no, you didn't. Dude, yeah, I dude, did. dude, dude. Oh, dude, that was. This is the part of the show we hope gets wound up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. <sighs> it's just Mike, too much fun. Mike, before before this is done, Mike is gonna cut a disc record. I mean, like one of the 1990s disc records when b- before dissing the art of dissing got lost before the so because the art of dissing got lost around 98 99 the good diss stuff had been like early to mid 90s so mike is gonna cut he's gonna cut a uh alanis morissette you want to know kind of thing hey master i hate to burn you in the middle of dinner Hey, you, you know, I haven't, I haven't gone off on a good rant in a while. Oh, oh, so Uh-oh. that that was my rant. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, we we've uh, done we've done our this far into the issue. Congratulations, you're masochist. We we've done our fan casting. Go back and look, find yeah. the shows and listen. I think that yeah. I think they're even notated in the show notes. We fancast the Fantastic Four, yeah. and I think we've done it at least twice. We have, and we have not and, picked and, and, the same people twice. Well, we picked some of the same people, but we've made changes too. We made changes, especially once uh, uh, certain uh, certain other actors had gotten maybe low key mentioned, and we're like, oh, I think I like that actor. No more than other actors. So yeah, 
Yeah, we we've done it a few times. But uh we we do know Emily Blunt is not an option. Yeah. Emily doesn't want to. So So no Emily Blunt for Fantastic Four for Sue Richards. No. Now okay. I want to go back a couple of days. Guys, go check out mightymarvelgeeks.net. You're going to find a, a, a press release that I put out from Hasbro about three new Marvel Legends figures coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One is Odin that looks like Anthony Hopkins. Nice. The other one is a two-pack. It's Thanos and Iron Man, and he's wearing uh, armor 48, the Mark 48 armor. Yeah. Which is the armor from Endgame. Oh, okay. So now I'm just gonna tell you, and I, I, have I pit- may have to get, I may have to get the Odin one because the Odin one looks really sweet. And I do have the pictures provided by Hasbro on the on the site, and, and I think it looks great. Yeah, the um, yeah the i the the Iron Man snap armor does look really good. So yeah, I just carried over from Weeby Geeks over to Mighty Marvel Geeks. The and we'll be right back after these messages. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> um, but yeah, these are these are new figures out of the Infinity Saga line. Uh, I love how it comes with two different uh, for Odin, two different heads, uh, two sets of hands, the staff, yeah, um, and then of course with uh, Iron Man Mark Forty Eight. And Thanos, we've got total six set of heads. No, seven set of heads. Thanos has four heads just alone and three for for Stark. Mm-hmm. Three sets okay. of hands, or a bunch of hands, including the gloves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, including the, the gauntlet ju- glove. Yeah. Is it just me, or does that double-bladed weapon accessory for Tony mm-hmm. look? Look a little bit like Quill's guns. Mm-hmm. It does. It's like definitely a, a elongated version of uh, of his guns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of like you you took the guns and stretched them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, isn't that actually one the one the blasters from uh, that he picked up from uh, one of Thanos' soldiers? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I don't remember either, but I mean, these look great. So as we keep getting things from Hasbro, I will do my best to get them up on the site. So uh, we talked a little bit on the last show about how Marvel's going to be dropping shows on Wednesday now, not Thursdays or not Fridays. Yep. Okay. Well, today, as we're recording, there was the uh, Disney second quarter financial results conference call. Mm-hmm. And Bob Chapek, Bob Chapek says that Avengers Campus is truly phenomenal. Uh, it's an all new land opening June fourth at Disney California Adventure Park, uh, along with its first of its kind Web Slingers, a Spider Man adventure ride where you'll you too can sling webs like Spider Man. Um, Marvel-themed offerings like the Pym Test Kitchen, the epic eatery inspired by Ant-Man and the Wasp, a magical, right. mystifying Doctor Strange experience, Ooh. Um, a live superhero spectacular that sees some of your favorite Avengers spring into action against the villain Taskmaster on Avengers Headquarters. Hmm. 
So, from what I've been hearing, the animatronic dummy that right. we've seen for Spider-Man was just to test the rigs. That's going to be an actual Wait. live person doing those stunts. Oh, oh, so it will be. Okay. Yeah. So, it looked like the the dummy that we had seen that was doing mid-air acrobatics. I see. There was rumors that that was, that was going to be like a free-floating animatronic. Right. Mm-hmm. Saves free floating as in it's going to be flung into the air and it'll do its own things in the air. Right. I I have been told a few other things, but I'm not going to mention them right now only because okay. I like my job. But I, I've been hearing that it was just used to test the test the rigs and test to see how far and what type of um, launch was needed for the different stunts. But it's going to so be basically, a, so basically were, it's going to be a stunt show. So what you're saying is these dummies were basically crash test dummies, basically flying into the air, basically. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. So yeah, rise that will be. be cool. Go ahead. I said it will still be cool. Yeah. Rides that will be open to guests when Avengers Campus is ready for action will be the Web Slingers and Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Okay. Uh, cool thing about Web Slingers, it's an interactive, family-friendly adventure about wrangling and webbing up Spider-Man's buggy Spider-Bots. I would, okay. I want to see Spider-Bots now in, far, in No Way Home. You probably will. And if and I, I if we are getting the multiverse in Spider Verse or the Spider Verse in No Way Home, I want buggy spider bots to be part of the root cause of it. That would be pretty awesome. So, um, so yeah. And can we get Nicolas Cage to star as Spider Man War? Yes. Didn't he do the voice? I think so. Yes. I believe he did. He he he's Spider Spider Man Noir would be the only acceptable Marvel character I I would allow Cage to come back as. Is that because he doesn't need to be Ghost Rider again? It, it, it was just horrible. <laughs> Those are just horrible. See, you know what? I be I was so excited to see Ghost Rider on the screen. I I. I I'm pretty sure I, I I know for sure I saw the first one. I'm pretty sure I saw the second one. I don't remember much of the second one, which tells me how I feel about it because I generally remember most movies that I've seen. I'm scared to go back and watch the original Ghost Rider again, especially yeah. after what Gabriel Luna did with the character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I got one more ride in me. There you go. This is yeah. as far as I could go. What? Really? Come on, Sam Elliott. You should be along for the ru- complete ride. Anyway, speaking of rides, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the soundtrack's already done. Wow. According to James Gunn, it's it's the soundtrack's in the can. Uh, when someone broached the topic of music in the third adventure, uh, Gunn said that the soundtrack is sewed up. So if it's sewed up, that means the script is in a nice place. Previous interviews with Variety had the director explaining that he actually filmed scenes with those songs playing. Well, that hopefully he got, sense. hopefully he got the rights to do Tom Sawyer from Rush. Ah, uh, don't don't get, don't make me hope. Don't give Dude. me hope like that. There's so many different scenes he could do with that. If not, Jukebox Hero from Foreigner. Oh, one or the other. Those two songs need to make it into the movie. I want rock. I want rock and roll all night and party every day. 
Well, see, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, know if mom would have would have listened to that. You don't think so? I don't know. Well, I don't know. She listened to Thin Lizzy. Uh, boys are back in town. Yeah. yeah. We would have. A, I think we would have a better chance of jukebox hero than Tom Sawyer. I don't know, dude. Mom, I, mom, mom like foreigner. I, I, I think mom like foreigner. I'm trying. Well, I was about to say I was thinking back to my '80s music listening experience, but uh, I mean, he's already pulled stuff out that I had never heard of before. Right. Uh, like Lake Shore Drive, I never would have heard it. For, for me, the police was a big one as well. Big um, police. Man. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't know. I would like to say it, it sounds like he is trying to go. He's trying to do some deep cuts on some stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, we've got the Pina Colada song. Yeah. We've got we've got Spirit in the Sky. We've got uh, Hooked on a Feeling. Mm-hmm. So, Come and get your love. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a very good one. What about Baltimore's Tarzan Boy? Wait, hold on. Okay, so when Dude, did okay. when oh, did he too, leave her? That's too late, isn't it? Yeah, that have been too late. Yeah, but dang, now I've got mental image of Drax swinging through the jungle from, from tree to tree on vines <laughs> with that playing in the background. Yeah. Just, just because he looks like a human bottle of Listerine. Yes, he does. Yep. But it does not surprise me that his soundtrack is in the can because it. I think he is. He has come right out and said, you know, the soundtrack is as much a character in the movie as the actors are. It um, is. As he, as he has said in different in previous interviews with Variety, he explained that he actually filmed scenes with those songs playing. Yeah. So you have to know not only where they all go, but how they will also fit into the story. Right. But, hey, this is what works for Gunn and his team. So It does. Now, um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think didn't, um, didn't Chris Pratt say that he does not want to hear the Pina Colada song ever again? Probably. <laughs> I never get tired of that song. No, I don't either. But. Now, continuing with James Gunn, James Gunn reveals why he has no interest in directing a Thunderbolts movie for Marvel. Oh. In a Q&A on his Instagram, Gunn fielded questions from fans. One fan asked specifically if he would be interested in doing a Thunderbolts title for Marvel. His response, the Suicide Squad scratched that itch for me. Well... <laughs> If Marvel didn't let him go, we probably would have had James Gunn doing Thunderbolts right. before um, they hired him back. Yeah. Oh, no. Who would you get to do a Thunderbolts movie? Robbie, we can't say Russo Brothers or Taika Waititi because those are just too obvious. Robert Rodriguez. Hmm. Spy Kids, the Mariachi series, uh, Machete. Um. How about Steven Summers? That's an idea, too. He directed The Mummy and The Mummy Returns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, he also did do Van Helsing and G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Hmm. Van Helsing was entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the story to G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Hated the costumes. Yeah. Well, how, how, uh, about, how about this one? Zack Snyder. <laughs> no. 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 
Okay. I, I don't want names. Zack Snyder touching anything Marvel. I got two names for you. Justin Lin or Guy Ritchie. Mm. I'm probably, I would lean more toward Justin Lin because Justin Lin <laughs> seems to do team-based action well. If you look at the Fast and Furious series, that's him. Uh, the SWAT TV series, I believe that's him too. Um, now, he directed Sherlock Holmes. Guy Ritchie did. Yeah, I, I could yeah. see this. I could see this. Now here, yeah. So. Here, here's one for you guys for a Novacore movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see even if we go with Sam because I'm trying to think what other galaxy based set of characters could we go with for a MCU film? Star Jammers. Star Jammers. Yes. Ooh, Star Jammers. Independent film, bring in independent film director, Neil Johnson, to do Star Jammers. Okay. You have heard you, you have heard him on Weeby Geeks and Wookiee Radio okay. um, as a guest or part of our roundtable. He has done movies with actress Tracy Birdsaw called uh, Robot Warrior. Uh, he's got a bunch of other sci-fi films. He amazing talent. His movies are. I want to say I've seen Robot Warrior. Hit also has uh, Marilyn Gigliotti from Clerks in it, and Mm -hmm. uh, what's his name from The Hobbit? Uh, His cast for Robot Warrior. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sorry, Rogue Warrior, Robot Fighter. Oh, okay. Is the name of the movie. Uh, William Kircher, who is a great guest. Um, okay. Tracy Birdsall, Marilyn Gigliotti, uh, were all in it. Um, Tony Gibbons was in it. Daz Crawford. Uh, but Neil, like I said, he has done, his movies are Rogue Warrior, Robot Fighter. Uh, he did a movie called Doomsday, Starship Rising, Alien Dawn. Um, he is doing a series called The Time War, uh, which I have seen sneak peeks of, which looks amazing. But this guy is big on sci-fi. And he was just in Iceland at the volcano, <laughs> like real close, and flew a drone over it <laughs> just to get, you know, stock footage for films. There you go. He needs mm-hmm. to do Star Jammers. I- I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm going to pull out an older name here. I would love to see him do an MCU movie, though. Paul Verhoeven. Ooh. Or Verhoeven. Oh. I mean, he's he's getting on up there in years. He's like 80-something years old now. And, yes, he, he kind of – Starship Troopers, not his best outing. I think people kind of misunderstood the tone. I enjoyed it, though. Oh, I enjoyed it too, but it, most people think, did, didn't recognize that it was supposed to be satirical. Right. I, I think you had you read the book. This this is one of those movies that had you read the book, you would get it. If you did not go anywhere near the book and you went in looking for sci-fi action, you might have gotten a bit, you know, because it, it was definitely tongue in cheek. You know, and, and the, the way the way that they talked about some of the stuff. But, you know, but no, I, I thought it was good. I liked it. You know, I mean, I'm I'm thinking of the the Verhaven and Lord, I, I don't one of these ways I will pronounce it correctly. But I'm thinking the same. this is the same guy who also directed Basic Instinct, mm-hmm. Robocop, 
Mm-hmm. It's an old Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Showgirls and it, you know just a bunch of others. Yeah. Um, I just think that I would love to see his treatment of something. You know what? He might actually do a good Thunderbolts. I agree. If you could put – there's some satirical potential with a bunch of villains that decide we're going to masquerade as heroes. Mm-hmm. And the irony is some of them enjoy being heroes. Right. So, I mean, I, I would like to see him take a stab at it. And when, well, it doesn't really have to be that. I would just like to see him do something. Yeah. I mean, that that's a I mean, you 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 did you went back uh, a bit for that name, man. But I I pretty much liked everything that he did, you know, at least everything of his that I saw. Yeah. You know, I liked it. I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to do some deep cuts here. No, he does gritty well, you know, and I, I imagine I imagine Thunderbolts having to be kind of gritty, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has to be. So, um, do you guys remember the show Lip Sync Battle? Um, yep. Kinda. It was on uh, Spike TV. Spike. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they'd bring it back. But four years ago, Tom Holland went up against Zendaya. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Tom Holland's iconic performance on the show apparently um, terrified crew members. Huh? Ow. So Spider-Man star tore down the house on the show a few years ago and thrilled audiences. Insiders Ashley Spencer did an oral history of the performance and noted that the crew members weren't exactly thrilled with the whole deal. They said basically all these things or these things need to get cleared before they air. And no one knew if Rihanna would give her blessing in time. In fact, a backup performance of oops, I did it again was prepared just in case the entire thing fell through. Mm-hmm. So um, the song he ended up doing for his, because first they did the show premise of the show. First they did the, the set. They came out, were introduced. They were in regular clothes. They did a song. To, to get everyone going and then they go in and then there's a full uh, spectacular for song two yeah. dress up set pieces you know dancers in costumes sometimes you had uh, special guests sort of like the whole Clark Gregg versus Haley Atwell episode yeah that was a good one yeah. where Clark Gregg for his spectacular was a stewardess mm-hmm. and his then wife, now ex-wife Jennifer Gray happened to be in one of the seats mm-hmm. and no uh-huh. one, and no one knew it because of the hat she was wearing. She was able to keep her face concealed until the performance. Right. So Tom Holland was ended up doing umbrella um, but they had, oops, I did it again, prepared just in case the whole thing fell through. Jeannie Creek or Jeannie Cheek, a costume designer on the said on the show said, we actually created two different sets of costumes for him and all and all of the dancers, just in case umbrella did not go through. We had a backup. So clear by the clearest indication of the production panic was choreograph a uh, choreographer, Danielle Flora. She captured the mood. Well, I don't remember the backup Britney song at all. I'm sure I choreographed it and I'm sure it was traumatic for me at the moment, choreographing two numbers and not knowing which one 
I think we always wanted it to be umbrella. She added, I was concerned about the fact that the light pole used in the singing in the rain opener was not fixed. He really couldn't, he, he couldn't really swing on it. So I was worried about his adrenaline and what he would do. <laughs> there was also concern about him slipping and falling along with that quick change. If anyone is expecting an encore, they may have had, they may, they might be a little crestfallen. About two years ago at Ace Comic Con, he actually talked about the prospect of putting putting on his dancing shoes again. Holland explained, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like me and Zendaya got the first one pretty good, but maybe, who knows, but you never know, probably not. If I'm honest, I was probably the most stressful week of my life. Well, maybe that Disney and Sony thing, yeah, that happened. It was a bit of a stressful week. Mm-hmm. So, have you guys seen this number? It's been a long time. I do. I do remember it somewhat. You're doing better than me, then, because I don't remember it at all. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna stop the show here real quick. <laughs> so we're back after quote Eric Michael. I hate you <laughs> after watching the video. It's one of those things that you just cannot stop watching. I mean, dude's got moves. Dude, you know, I, yes, absolutely. Dude's got talent. I mean, but that's not. You know, he got bit by a spider when he was a kid. I don't know. I mean, just saying. But you watch that and you go, oh, something's not right with that boy. He's he been touching the head. <laughs> but you know, I think that's what makes him right now the perfect Spider Man. No, I will. I mean, there were parts about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that Tom Holland, my personal opinion, is that he is the total package. Yes, yes. he is. I like Garfield's Parker. I like Maguire's Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. Just like, to me, Michael Keaton, total package for... Batman. Batman. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out another way of saying it, since he's a character from that other company. Uh, yeah, we've 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 dropped that name before. Um, <laughs> Christian, I would say Christian Bell is probably the a better Bruce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would put uh, I would combine Kilmer and no. Okay, if we go from the the original quadology, mm-hmm. Keaton was the ultimate. He was the total package. Mm-hmm. Kilmer was Bruce. Mm-hmm. Clooney was the bat. Mm-hmm. Christian was, I have to say, Christian was a decent bat. I think his bat was better than Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Affleck, I thought, was a, a, a full package as well. But Affleck was more, was closer to the Frank Miller Dark Knight. Yeah, definitely old, yeah. Oh, the old Batman. Yeah. For what he was portraying, he fit the role of the older, older Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. So, um, apparently, Ant- Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, coming Sunday, 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 Quantumania, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, is casting a young lead, lead character. Uh, apparently, this time, the time-traveling King the Conqueror, who's being play- played by Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. is... Re- um, is reportedly casting a major 
Wait, let me redo this. Marvel is, to, is looking for a little star to join the big cast of Ant-Man and the Wops, Quantum Mania. How do I not? I, I see Quantum Mania and I want to say it like Hulk Hogan. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania! Comes through for you! Uh, the Ant-Man threequel, reteaming the size shifting, uh, size shrinking, size shifting as well. Uh, Scott Lang, um, Evangeline Lilly, or uh, Hope Van Dyne by Evangeline Lilly, and Kane the Conqueror, there we go, played by Jonathan Majors, is reportedly casting a major character to join the cast. Uh, this as-of-yet re- unrevealed character joins the returning Hank Pym, Janet Van Dyne, and Cassie Lang. Um being played by Catherine Newton, replacing Avengers Endgame's Emma Furman as Scott's daughter. Disney is looking for a young female between the ages of 9 and 12 to play a 10-year-old lead character. That won't be Zoe because Zoe does not look 12. Or she's about to turn 12, but she does not look 10. They're going to have to, they're closer to 9 and they're going to have to find someone who really looks young. Uh, the character will play a major role, according to the report. And the production is seeking an actress with singing, dancing, and comedic skills. Hey, Tom Holland. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, plot details remain under wraps. Um, Jeff Loveness, who wrote issues of Groot and Nova for Marvel Comics, pens the script for returning Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp director Peyton Reed. So... Uh, I'm just curious who they can bring in. Are we going far enough ahead in time that, oh, Scott and Hope have a kid? Mm. I can mm. see that. I can see that. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I mean, is it going to be, uh, are they creating a new character? Or is this somebody's is going to be based on someone from comics. We don't know. Unrevealed. Unrevealed. It's just here. We're going to have a younger, uh, younger character. Hmm. Now, uh, Marvel's approach to Disney plus shows has some TVs worried, uh, saying it's going to bite them in the backhand, in the backhand, backside, whatever. Hmm. <laughs> um, with Marvel studios having pushed, into the bold new frontier, bringing the MCU to TV screen via Disney Plus. Uh, right now, we've had WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, and in four weeks, we get Loki. Then we have Hawkeye and Miss Marvel coming. Um, of course, Marvel Studios appears to be conquering TV in addition to movie theaters. Some are worried that uh, Marvel's approach to television could be detrimental and eventually uh, bite them in the butt. A new feature from Variety titled Marvel Studios, Disney Plus shows don't use showrunners, and that has some TV writers worried, looks deeper into how Marvel's Disney Plus shows are transforming the culture of television of the television industry. Marvel relies on its creative executives or appointed directors to call shots on production of these Disney Plus series, which has upset the traditional role of a showrunner. Doesn't that make them the showrunner then? It does. Seems logical. So they're not doing it without a showrunner. Right. It's just showrunners. It's, yeah, combined roles. Um, I mean, but that doesn't mean that everybody's got to start doing it. I mean... So as as a writer of elevated genre TV stated anonymously, at some point it'll bite them in the butt. I mean, they use a different word, but butt will be fine. 
when it comes to recruiting top shelf writer talent. If you're a mid-level writer getting a giant bump to run a Marvel show, of course, you're going to do it. But if you're an experienced showrunner with multiple shows under your belt, are you going to work under those conditions? Probably not. Um, hello, if you're a showrunner and top shelf writer with multiple shows under your belt and Marvel comes knocking, are you really going to say no? No. I mean, same thing with Lucasfilm. Are you going to say no? Knowing the history? You know, I, I can't. I, I, you know, I, there, there's some people out there who just, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, also, when you do something that does not fit within the established Hollywood norm. Right. You're a threat to the machine. Right. But, I mean, okay. Okay. It's sort of like the idea of, okay, if we let, – let, let's take this to like the, the realm of fast food. There okay. are certain foods that in my mind I would think would not work in a – fast food uh, industry, but yet it does. Case in point, Fazoli's. Fazoli's uh, is is a franchise um, Midwest, North, and it's basically Italian fast food. You don't think of Italian and fast food going together. A lot of times that's a larger sit-down kind of meal, but somebody out there did it. And it's fine. You don't have everybody, everybody else. All of a sudden, there's a fast food restaurant on every corner. No, there's not. But somebody out there did it to say, hey, we can do it. We did it. Marvel broke the mold. You know, Marvel wanted to do something. They did it. It works. They weren't necessarily thumbing their nose at the entire industry. They said they're, they're saying, hey, we, we have our product. We want to do our product differently from everybody else. It doesn't mean that everybody else got to do what Marvel did. It doesn't mean that Marvel's going to pay a price for it. Marvel is just, uh, or and Disney and Marvel are just living in to being unique and doing things the way that they do things. You know, I, I just, right. I, I, don't, I don't see why people need to feel threatened by that. I don't get it. You know, because people do feel threatened. Yeah. That, that's the, yeah. They have their way of doing things out there, and you don't do – you don't swim against the current. Right. Apparently not. I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I have – there are ways I run our show. I mix our show. I edit our show. They are perfectly fine. No biggie. It does not take me long to edit a show, but it drives me nuts hearing someone say – Oh, yeah. One hour show takes me 20, 20 hours to do to edit. OK, that's not wrong if that's how it works for you. But personally, that's too much time. You're overproducing well, your show at that point. I mean, some will say, yes, I have underproduced our shows. OK, but we've won awards for how our show sounds. That's what I was saying. We got awards. Yeah. We've been invited for award. Yeah. So just because don't do it the way somebody thinks you should does not necessarily mean that it is the wrong way. Correct. Exactly. Correct. Correct. And I don't think that the way that Marvel is doing these series for Disney plus is the wrong way. I mean, I don't, I mean, you cannot argue with the results. 
I mean, WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier have been really good. Of course, there's nothing so good that somebody somewhere will not hate it. And sometimes, you know, those are just trolls looking for attention. Right. Now, I mean, if we look at like phase two, phase three, Feige and company learned to tap into mid-level talent waiting for a breakout opportunity, such as Peyton Reed, John Watts, Ryan Coogler, James Gunn, the Russo brothers, and look what they're at now. Uh-huh. Just look at the MCU in general. B and C level characters are now A level characters just based on on the films. Yeah. Who would have ever thought Ant-Man would be the success that it is? That's true. Who would have thought Guardians of the Galaxy would have been the success? And I remember stating on this podcast, I said, this is this is kind of iffy. If there's one that's going to fail it will probably be this one. But mainly yep. because nobody's heard of them. Doctor, right. Doctor Strange. Yeah, and Doctor Strange was a test because that was the first legit introduction of magic into the MCU. Yeah. You know, they did it, and they did it big. Everything they've done, they've done big, and it's been a success. You know, on some level, I mean, heck, even Thor 2, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, um, you guys have any other, like, maybe final thoughts? Uh, no, I'm thought it out, man. Yeah, same here. Do we want it? Never mind. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> Four fan cast. Yep. <laughs> cast, uh, pe- cast people no or younger than their mid-30s. <laughs> Just saying. You're not going to let that go. Don't make hey. me drag out the Elsa quote. Me, of all people... Oh no! Don't do that, please, don't, man. So, so we're not going to call this episode episode two thirty eight. Let it go. Oh my gosh! With a pit in the in the the episode picture is Ben Grimm or the thing. Hey, I have no problems bringing Michael Chiklis. Well, no, is Michael Chiklis still Michael alive? Chiklis? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Are we sure? Are we pretty sure? Let's bring him back. <laughs> okay. Let's bring him back as, as Grim. Isn't he like 50? 57. I mean, I'm not saying 50 is bad because I'm 50. So, you know. 57. 57? Yep. Wow. Let's bring him in. I still want Michael say. Dorn. That works too. I like, I like Michael Dorn too. That works Or too. Terry Crews. That works too. So, um, well, if we have no other final thoughts. I think that's pretty obvious that then, we don't. <laughs> then. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Just take us home. My diagnosis is that you've experienced a severe anxiety attack.